wives can be higher than mine. Please. Very important. And let's lift up our hands and begin to thank God for today. Let's just thank Him for what He has been doing. Let's give Him all the glory for everything that He has been doing in this past. Father, we just want to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the adoration. Hallelujah. You understand that? You have to hear yourself. 
If you can't even enjoy what you are singing, heaven will not take it. You understand that? And let's practice that. Because you are fasting, one of the things you must learn in fasting is learn to wait on the Lord. And I want to beg, please, if you have not been trained to touch that thing, don't touch it. It's a very, very expensive equipment. Ketchuku, don't let anybody touch that thing because it's beginning to misbehave. Please. And lift up your hand and begin to listen to yourself as you worship God. If you're not listening to yourself, you mean your mind is not in what you're singing. If your mind is not in what you're singing, then you have to go to heaven. And if it's not reaching heaven, you can't receive anything. So begin to worship God. Just take your own song. We're so used to others worshiping God for us that we don't even listen to what we say. And so it's not reaching heaven. Make a song, any song of worship. Try to fellowship with heaven. Thank you. 
anything you bring to church, <laughs> you also enjoy it. The church enjoys it. God is happy that we are keeping this house running. But what he really enjoys, like the sister said, is your worship. You will see the flowers in heaven, they were, the garden of heaven was worshiping the flowers. We thank God for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful day. Day I will never forget. After I've wandered, I've been Jesus Christ,
pampers. That should be primordial in your mind. We're not praising him for the things we get in this world alone. Those things, we're going to leave them here. We're praising him for the salvation he has given us, the hope he has given us that we will go to heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We thank you for what you are doing in this past. We thank you for what you have done so far. We thank you for what you are going to do today. I want you to clap for the Lord for what you did to do today.
is quiet in his or her spirit, and when he encountered God in that worship, the body was lifted. Quietness and rest was given. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that is one important thing about fasting. Uh, it will slow you down. It will make you hear God. It will make you connect with heaven. It will make you to develop a certain confidence in God. It will increase your faith. Praise the Lord. If you do it properly. If you do it the way you should do it. If you spend time in worship. Listening to the Lord. Like we said a few days ago. That you don't just do a one way traffic. You do all the talking. And God doesn't have anything to say. The things that God has to tell you, they may be the solution to the problems you brought to him. So spend time in worship, wait on him, listen to him, so that your spirit can rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can begin to rest in the spirit. So you can begin to be quiet and be confident and be strong that God is with me. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Did you understand what I just said? That if you are fasting, you slow down. You spend time in worship. You spend time to hear God. You spend time so that you can know what he's saying about your situation, about the situation, about what is bothering you. You slow down and rest in him. Whatever he tells you at that time, that is the answer. Hallelujah. Even if you haven't even seen the physical breakthrough, if you have rested, many Christians don't rest. Hallelujah. People say, I trust God, I believe God, but when they see problems, they fret. When they see problems, they cry. When they see problems, they lose their faith. That is not Christianity. The Lord says, a returning and rest shall you be saved. Hallelujah. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. You see, people who are really strong, they don't make noise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you heard the, the word they say, empty barriers make the loudest noise? Hallelujah. When you are full of God, you don't even have to say anything. You, when you see problems, you smile. <laughs> because you know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know what you know. So fasting will bring you to that place of rest. I want you to lift up your hands and say, I need my rest. In returning and rest in the Lord will I be saved. In quietness and confidence in him will be my strength. Amen. Now the Lord was saying this through Isaiah that I told you was saying to the children of Israel that you need to return to me. You need to rest. You need to trust me. You need to be confident in me. That's where your safety is. You need to be quiet and confident. That's where your strength is. But you won't do that. They say, but you won't do that. You say you, you are going to flee. That is, you are going to worry. You are going to be anxious. You are going to do things, your own things. And then he said, the people that are pursuing you will be swift also. Hallelujah. When you have secured your faith and your rest in Christ, no weapon from the against you that can ever prosper. 
No disease will be able to kill you. No demon will be able, in fact, they will run away from you because you are too secure. It means you have faith. And wherever there is faith, the angels will be around you. Wherever there is faith, the Holy Spirit will be there. Wherever there is faith, there will be victory. One year, amen. amen. Hallelujah. So, faith speaks of rest. Speaks of confidence in God. Amen. Remember the story of Mary and Martha. We mentioned that also maybe yesterday. I mentioned them yesterday. Mary was sitting at the foot of the Lord, hearing, listening, resting. Martha was running around. Hallelujah. They were both Christians. Martha was running around trying to cook for the Lord. Let's look at the story. Luke chapter 10. Hallelujah. Everybody say, in returning and rest. And you need to learn that scripture by heart. I know it like at the tip of my fingers. In returning, say it again, in returning and rest. In returning and rest will I be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be my strength in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 10, from verse 38 to 42. You need to return to the Lord and rest. Turn to your neighbor and say, return to the Lord. Return your spirit back to the Lord. Amen. That doesn't mean you are vaccinated. It doesn't mean you are out of the church, but you need to return to him in the spirit. Hallelujah. And rest. Verse 38, Luke 10, 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She did a good job, isn't it? And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. He came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. Now turn to somebody and say, Martha, Martha. You are worried about too many things. Be like Mary. Choose to rest in Christ. Those who believe God, they rest. Hallelujah. You can go to the doctor and they tell you you are HIV positive, that your womb is blocked, your stomach is blocked, your head is blocked. If you are in Christ, you say it is well. Because you know you cannot block whatever has been blocked. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if after you hear that, all you do is cry all night, pray all night, fast 40 days and 40 nights, three times a year. <laughs> Hallelujah. The problem will take a while before it will go on till you rest. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without that rest, 
And God needs to see that rest. And that is why worshipping the way we did is very important because it will calm you down. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number two. The Holy Spirit will lead you to pray for nations. We'll discuss that tomorrow. I don't want to go into intercession now. I want to talk about miracles. So the second thing that will happen as you're fasting is that the Holy Spirit will lead you to stop focusing on yourself, amen, but to be an intercessor, hallelujah, for nations, for the church, for other people, for the unsaved souls, the Lord will deliver you from selfishness and that restlessness, hallelujah, it will lead you into rest by making you an intercessor for nations, and it will make sure that he talks to you, he guides you as to how to do it. So we'll look at that tomorrow. Number three, when you are fasting, your worship and your prayers will invoke the presence of God. When you are fasting, because you are resting, you will be able to focus on heaven and you will see visions, you may see angels, we're going to look at some uh, we're going to use that as prayer point, really. I don't want to really teach on it. You will see angels, you will see visions, you will dream dreams. Praise the Lord. Your, your worship and your praise will, will uh, attract heaven. Because the flesh is put down, you are able to focus on heaven. Look at Psalm 92. Psalm 92. I don't really want to teach. I want us to spend some time in prayer. So, Psalm 92 says, It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings, upon the psaltery, upon the harp, with the solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work, I will triumph in the works of thy hands. Okay, I want you to look at verse 2. Verses 1 and 2 says, It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Everyone say, It is a good thing. It's a good thing. Say it loud, it is a good thing to thank the Lord, to sing praises to him. Amen. Now, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. That is the purpose of worship. To show that God is faithful. God is merciful. To thank him for who he is. Amen. Let us not be mechanical in our praise and worship just because we know that, okay, for me to access heaven, I just have to praise God. Hello? Hello? Before I pray, I must just praise God so that I can access heaven. That's, that's, that's being mechanical. You're just doing it because I want to access heaven. Hello? Are you hearing me? But if you are praising him because he's good, how many of us know God is good? Huh? God is faithful. God is kind. God is merciful. He's gracious. Is it different from I'm praising him because I want to enter heaven. <laughs> I want to enter his presence and I want him to hear me. Are you hearing me? 
your motive for praising God should be that God is good. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? That is why it is difficult for people who are going through battles, people who are immature and they are going through battles to praise God. Because they say, why should I praise him? I have a problem. In fact, that is the time to praise him. Hallelujah. If you look at Psalm 137, I don't really want to dwell on that. You will see the children of Israel. Let's quickly look at what they said when they were in exile. Psalm 137, it says, By the rivers of Babylon there we sat down. Yea, we wept. They did what? They did what? When we remember Zion, we hanged our hearts upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there, they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the love song in this strange land? And then they began to cast themselves. <laughs> the next verse, in verse 5, they say, If I ever forget Jerusalem, then they cast themselves. If I don't remember them, then they cast themselves. I don't want to repeat what they say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then they cast their, those who took them captive. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me tonight? Why are you looking? Am I communicating with somebody? Am I teaching you something? Are you hearing me? Now, I'm saying when you are in trouble, that is when to praise God. Now, these ones, they were taken into captivity, and then they sat down, and they sat by the rivers of Babylon, that is where they were taken to captivity in Babylon, they sat down and wept. They were supposed to sit down and do what? And do what? Ah, I better go. You are not going to open your mouth. I'll go back to my country and preach. They talk there. Praise the Lord. Here if you just look. When they take you captive, what should you do? What should you do? Yeah. That's why the enemy likes to, to close your mouth. Because even in church, you close your mouth. Hallelujah. When you are in trouble, what should you do? They were taken captive. They were in Babylon. The, even the people who took them captive came and said, then, you know what they did? They started weeping. And then they hung their instruments. They put them away. Hallelujah. Their halves and the, the keyboard, whatever they had, guitar and the, whatever, they, they hung them. And the people who took them captive said, they were, of course, they were mocking them. Sing for us. Since all you do in Zion is sing. They say, how shall we sing the long song, the love song in, in Babylon? We cannot. Then they started cursing themselves. That will never break the yoke. If you want your yoke to break, if you want your disease to lack, if you want your depression to go, worship. Even if you are crying, worship. You will not cry for two minutes. Before you start to smile, God for Jesus Christ. 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 God for Jesus God will come down. He won't even send an angel. He will come down himself to visit you. 
Because you are a worshiper, praise the Lord. Not a complainer, not somebody who weeps all the time. Stop weeping, start to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is that's how to, in fact, that is how to destroy the devil. That is how to destroy his works. You tell him that he can, you, Satan, you can't make me cry. You are too small. Hallelujah. No matter what you do, somebody say, Satan, you are too small. Say it again. Number three. Number one, make me cry. I belong to Jesus. The joy of the Lord is my strength. If he cannot make you cry, he cannot steal your miracle. Because he knows that the only way to access your miracle is through thanksgiving. Then he says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Amen. His quotes with praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Doesn't mean that when you are thanking God, when you have problems, that you are necessarily happy, but do it anyway because it's a command. It's a good thing to praise the Lord for his loving kindness and for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. For who he is. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We must learn to do that until you learn to praise God in every situation when you have victory, when you are defeated. When you are willing, until you learn to do that, you will never be a mature Christian. Until you learn to praise God all the time, you will never, never have the fullness of the benefits of knowing that your father is stronger than your problem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the time that you are fasting is the time to practice that praise and worship. In spirit and in truth. And no matter what, I will praise the Lord. Amen. And I've told you before, if you want to learn that secret, read the Psalms. David had all kinds of problems, all kinds of issues, but he always praised God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, number three, when you are fasting and praying, when you're fasting, God, I mean your worship and your praise will provoke the presence of heaven into your life. Amen. Fasting gives us the opportunity to renew and increase our faith. Your boldness will increase. Hallelujah. Your faith will increase, especially if you're fasting and you're reading the word. You're fasting and you are waiting on the Lord. Please don't fast without waiting on the Lord, without worshiping, without praying, without reading the word. That would just amount to hunger strike. Number six, fasting will give you a desire for a deeper intimacy with God. Like we just experienced when we were in worship now, you have that desire to get closer to God and to have to know his will for your life. That's what fasting will do for you. Amen. Number seven, fasting is the secret for obtaining open doors, miraculous provisions, favor and God's mercies. Uh, that's that one we all understand. Amen? When you fast and you do it right, you are in the presence of God, you are seeking His face, you are worshipping, you will have doors opening to you. God will give you miraculous provisions. Number eight, if you fast 
without praying, you are dieting or you are starving yourself or you are hunger strike. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, which one are you doing? Are you fasting and praying? Are you worshiping God? Or are you a hunger strike? God, if you don't do it for me, I'm just dying. If you die, it's on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fasting is a time to worship God and to praise Him. In Matthew 6, from verse 1 to 6, I want us to see the three things that we should do as Christians. We must fast, we must pray, and we must give. Those three things must be done when you are fasting. Matthew 6, from verse 1. Six. So take heed that ye do not your arms before men to be seen of them, otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thy arms, do not sound the trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thy arms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, but they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou prayest, enter into the closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in the secret shall reward thee openly. Now, let me quickly correct something that a lot of Christians read wrong. They say, oh, my giving to God is between me and God. That is, what this scripture says is when you give to the poor, when you give alms, amen, when you give to, your, to the needy, when God moves you to give to somebody, you don't go and announce it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But when you are giving to God, <laughs> you need to be careful to make sure, for example, when we ask you to write your name on the envelopes or whatever, then it's your tithing, it's for record purposes, it's for, I've already explained that, and when you, when you do that, uh, when we're keeping our records, then we know who is who. Number one. And number two, if you come to me and you tell me that you have financial problem, I will ask you, are you giving your tithes? Are you giving as you should give? You say yes. If I pull out the record, I don't do that. But if, if I want to do that, it will help me to know how to approach God for you. Praise the Lord. So those, that's, that's for specific reasons. So when giving arms, you don't sound the trumpet about it, but when you are giving to God, you need to be open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because even Jesus was looking at what the people were giving. The pastor needs to know how you give so that you can be cancelled. Because a lot of people hide in the church, they don't give, and it's to their detriment. And you don't give properly, you will just be poor. You will struggle financially. Hallelujah. 
But that's not uh, my topic for tonight. I'm just saying that people misread that scripture and say, oh, my giving is between me and God. There's a whole debate going on in Nigeria now that people should not give tithes, this and this and that. If you don't give tithes, you just die poor. Because that's the only way God regulates our financial uh, blessings. Amen. Also, uh, the issue of praying, people say, oh, yeah, the Bible says you should enter your closet. You shouldn't pray in the church. We know that the disciples were praying openly. Hallelujah. Is that not so? Jesus used to lead the disciples to the Garden of Gethsemane, and they used to pray there. And even in the book of Acts, we see that they prayed openly. What the Lord is saying here is what we just practiced when we came in. When you are praying, you, you must enter your spiritual closet. Every time I'm in this church, I'm looking at you, but I'm also connected to heaven. You must connect. Hallelujah. A prayer should not be a show. Your singing should not be a show. Everybody is hearing your voice, but you are not even connected to heaven. That's what Jesus is saying. That's hypocrisy. Hallelujah. Are, we here? are you hearing me? So don't misread the word of God and say, ah, the word says I should just enter my closet <laughs> and shut the door. If you read the book of Acts, we see that there's a lot of public prayer meeting going on. But also, there is the need to be alone with God. We have emphasized that as this fast is going on. You shouldn't just come and, and fast and come at 6 o'clock. You need to enter your closet also at home. Hallelujah. You need to be alone with God. You need to hear him for yourself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now we see three things here. Everybody say, when you give, when you pray, when you fast. There are three things must be done. Everybody say pray. pray. Or let's put it the other way around. Fast. Pray. And give. Those are three duties that will uh, release a powerful breakthrough for you. And when you do that, your father will reward you openly. Praise the Lord. That's why we, when we read Isaiah 58, the first day, we were, we were emphasizing how to fast how to fast and change, fast and make sure that we do good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, fasting and praying and giving should be part of our lives. And for that matter, many of us will believe in praying, we believe in giving, but we don't believe in fasting. Hallelujah. Hello. A lot of Christians believe in giving, they believe in praying, but when it comes to fasting, they run away. Hallelujah. But what did Jesus teach here? Did he say, when you pray, when you give only? He said, when you what? Give, when you pray, and when you fast. Are you hearing me? Everybody say, I must pray, I must give, I must fast. If I want full result, lift up your children and say, Father, I hear you. Amen. You say, we like to do what we want. Amen. Some people are fasting without giving. <laughs> Some are praying without fasting. Some are fasting without praying. So when you do the three, you get the result. Look at Matthew 17. Matthew 17. 
from verse 14. It's very important to know that fasting as God has ordained it will help you a lot. From verse 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he is lunatic and so vexed, for oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to the disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus and brought and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be possible unto you, how they eat. Let's read verse 21 together. One to go. How they eat this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. By what? Uh -huh. So Jesus says we should pray, we should give, we should fast. Is that not so? Huh? And now the disciples were faced with this situation where there was this terrible demon, spirit of suicide that was throwing this poor boy, sometimes into the river, sometimes into the fire, and the disciples could not help him. And then, the, of course, we know the rest of the story Jesus helped. And then the disciples were embarrassed and came back to the Lord and said, why couldn't we help that poor boy? He said, well, number one, unbelief. For you to deal with any demon, whether the one in your own life or in somebody else's life, you need faith. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? <laughs> hey, any demon that has established itself doesn't want to go. You need to force it out by faith. Hallelujah. You need to stand on the word of God and you are getting out of my life. Praise the Lord. And then number two, you need to fast. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Not just in January, but anytime you see that your life is not what it should be, it is time to seek the Lord. It's time to increase your faith with fasting, increase your worship and Prayer is trying to increase the fire in you and cast that thing out. Praise the Lord. So when you faithfully follow the three, the three duties of a Christian, that is, when you are fasting, you are prayerful, you give, God will surely reward you openly. Look at Daniel. Want to look at the life of Daniel quickly? Daniel chapter 1. Daniel, I pray that you will hear what you are hearing today and do it in the name of Jesus. I say I'm praying for you, you know, say amen. <laughs> Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, 
He requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who had appointed your meat and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall he make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Melzer, whom the prince of the eunuchs had said to her, Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pots to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat, and as thou seest, deal with thy servant. So he consented to them this matter and proved them ten days. And at the end of ten days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus men took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and give them pots. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the ten days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar, and the king communed with them, and among them all was found none among them all was found none like Daniel. Ananiah, Mishael, and Nazariah therefore stood day before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians, astrologers that were in all Israel. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This was a young man who decided that he was going to fast, he was going to set himself aside. He was not going to pollute himself with what was going on. He was going to separate himself unto God. One thing that fasting will do is that it will help you to separate yourself from all this worldliness that is robbing you of being the super spiritual person you should be. So he said he wasn't going to define himself. Praise the Lord. And he took a decision. So if you want to do your duty as a Christian, you want to be prayerful, you want to give, you want to fast, you have to decide. You have to take a decision. He took that decision, and even though the person that was in charge of feeding them was protesting his decision, he said, no, just test me. Just give me water and vegetables, or water and beans for 10 days, and see what will happen. So he was tested, and he, you know, the man saw that he was fairer, he was more healthy than the other children who were eating all the goody goody of the king. And I think I, we have explained to you that if you will fast, you will be healthy. Hallelujah. Water fast, water and food fast will really make you a healthier human being. So I don't want to go over that again. Go and try it and see. Praise the Lord. What will happen to your health? What will happen to your body is to your benefit. Fasting will help you 
to, to slim down, to be healthier, to be stronger. Hallelujah. Amen. To be less tired when you wake up because your system is resting, like the doctor was telling us. The system doesn't have to digest all the heavy food that it used to digest. So you already heard about that. But there's another reward, which is the spiritual one. Verse 17. As for these four children, God gave them what? Knowledge. Everybody say what? And what? And what? God gave them what? And then? And then? And wisdom. And what? Understanding of what? Hallelujah. If you will fast, not only will you see visions and dream dreams, you will understand them. Hallelujah. I dreamt one dream. I don't know what it meant. I've been dreaming this dream. I don't know what it meant. Go and fast. Hallelujah. Fast and pray. God will show you the meaning. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You hear anything, it's not clear. Fast and pray. Fast until God tells you what it is. It is your right. Hallelujah. You are supposed to be filled with wisdom, with knowledge, with understanding. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. You see, God doesn't need you to have a PhD. He needs you to be possessed with the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? And the one thing that will help you is a life that is dedicated to fasting and praying and spending time in the presence of God. You can see that. That was all Daniel had. Visions and dreams. And he became what in that land? Prime Minister. Did he have a PhD? Huh? Did he get a PhD? He went to school. You heard that they went to the University of Babylon. That's where he went. To learn visions. No. He fasted and prayed and dedicated himself to God. And God gave him what? Knowledge. And what? Skill. And what? Wisdom. And what? Understanding all visions and dreams. Please, this time that you are waiting on the Lord, read the book of Daniel. Amen? Because if I want to talk about him, we will spend the whole night here. Just read that book and see how God promoted this man. How even there were some dreams that the king had that nobody could interpret. Nobody knew what the dream was. Everybody was in jeopardy. All the wise men, they, they were to be killed. And Daniel said, eh, eh, not so fast. I can tell you the dream and tell you the interpretation. And he went to wait on the Lord. And God showed him what the dream was and also the interpretation. Let's clap for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap for Jesus. I know we like to say, oh, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Go and fast. Hallelujah. Spend time in fasting and in reading the word. You will have serious knowledge, wisdom, understanding. You will, you will dream dreams and you will understand the dreams. Hallelujah. Tonight, actually, I want us to pray so that you begin to see visions like our sister saw as we were worshipping. And you begin to see angels. Daniel was seeing angels. Amen. Amen. 
He was seeing angels. He saw in Jamaica. He saw uh, uh, in Gabriel. I'm sure he also saw the Lord because in one in chapter ten, he said one of the angels that appeared to him looked like the Son of Man. Hallelujah. So we are not supposed to be people who who are just useless or people who are depending on others or people who cannot reach heaven. That is not the will of God for our lives. Amen. But we need to work hard. Amen. Laziness in Christianity will not help. What did I say? Huh? Huh? If you are lazy to fast, lazy to pray, you are fasting, all you do is sleep. Ah. Better eat your food. Hallelujah. Eat your food nicely and snore. Because the purpose of your fasting is not for sleeping. Amen. You need to wait on the Lord, of course. When you are tired, after you have done all your waiting on the Lord, you rest. But you must make sure that you wait on Him so you can gain all these things we are talking about. Amen. You can gain the wisdom, the knowledge, the guidance you need, the miracles you need, the provision you need. Praise the Lord. In verse 20, when the king brought all the children together, including Daniel and his friends, verse 20 says, In all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them how many times? Ten times. How many times? How many times? Ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. My people, if you will fast and pray, you will be ten times better than all the witches in Namibia. Clap for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will fast and pray and give. You'll be smarter than them. You'll be stronger than them. You have better understanding than them. You will understand them than themselves. Hallelujah. God will expose them to you. Amen. And some witches don't even know what they are doing. Satan is just manipulating their head. <laughs> just take them to a meeting and tell them what to do. But if you, the child of God, spirit filled, will fast and pray, you will understand them. You'll be able to help them and cast out their demons. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the purpose. That's why God is calling us into this fast. Amen. It's not just for us to rush to him with our own prayer points. Those things are part of it. But to equip us. Everyone say to equip us. To give us knowledge. To give us learning. To give us wisdom. To give us skill. Understanding. And also to expose heaven to us, and also to expose darkness to us. Clap for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to show you as you stand up, I want to show you something because I just say He will expose darkness to you. I want to show you uh, what God says in uh, Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45. Verses 2 and 3. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. Do you see that? God will expose their secrets. Amen. 
I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I am the Lord which call me by thy name and the God of Israel. They will not be able to hide from you. Hallelujah. When they are meeting, God will show you where they are meeting, what they are saying, you will hear it. Amen. Ah, I said you will hear what they are saying. Uh-uh. If you hear them, their secret is over. Is that not so? And you see them in their meeting places, you put fire on them. Hallelujah. That is why you should pass and your spirit should be allowed. Clap for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I can already hear somebody say, me, I don't want to see them. If you don't see them, how will you deal with them? When you don't see the snake under your cupboard, how do you kill it? Huh? How many of you want a snake to be under your bed that you don't see? <laughs> to be under your bed, under your pillow, under your mattress, you don't see it. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. All right. We, we said the theme of our fast is what? Is what? What did we pray about yesterday? Jehovah's Secret. Hallelujah. We're still going to take some prayer points on that one. Jeremiah 23. Let's come together now, please. Jeremiah 23. We didn't finish praying Jehovah's Secret. And then from there, we're going to pray for our miracles. We're going to pray that all the things that Daniel got, you get them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, I shall not fast in vain. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Number seven. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah 23. Let's come together and read it loud and clear. And then we will take the rest of the prayer points on that one. Lift up your two and say, Jehovah Sikhenon. Number two. Jehovah Number three.
Therefore, behold, the days come, said the Lord, that they shall no more say, The Lord liveth, which brought out the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But the Lord liveth, which brought out, which led the seed of the house of Israel out of the mount country, and from all countries, whither I have driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets, all my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man, I'm like a man who might have overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness. For the land is full of adulterers, but because of swelling in the land morning, the pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up, and their course is evil, and their course is not right. For both prophets and priests are profane, yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, saith the Lord. Wherefore their ways shall be unto them as slippery ways in the darkness, they shall be driven up and fall therein, for I will bring people upon them, even the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. And I have seen fully in the prophets of Samaria, they prophesied in Baal, and caused my people Israel to bear. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem, and all the day. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of people to us that not God return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, concerning the prophets, behold, I will feed them with one wood and make them drink the water of God. For from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you, they make you vain, they speak a vision of their own heart, and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say still unto them that despise me the Lord and say, Ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord, and hath seen and heard his word, who hath marked his word and heard it? Behold, the wild wind of the Lord is gone forth in fury, even as the previous wild wind it shall fall previously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return, until he have executed, until he have performed the thoughts of his heart, and the latter days he shall consider it perfect. Am I a, but if they have stood in my counsel and have caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of their doings. Am I a God that can serve the Lord upon the God of Aaron? Can any high himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? I have heard. That the prophet said, that the prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own hearts. Which is to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for bad. The prophet that had the dream, let him tell the dream. He that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the child to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like the hammer, 
and caused my people Israel to err. And I said also in the prophets in Jerusalem, an horrible faith, they commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers that not doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom and inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. Now let's say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we rebuke. You know, we spent a lot of time repenting yesterday, so we're going to rebuke these forces. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we rebuke and destroy the spirit of wickedness, immorality, and lies.
that the worms causes is from them that profanity has entered the country. What is profanity? Instead of people to fear God, instead of people to believe God, they begin to do otherwise. Hallelujah. God says they will punish them in the name of Jesus. They are the ones teaching lies. God will punish them in the name of Jesus. Thus says the Lord of us, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say still unto them that despise me, the Lord has said, ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. They prophesy peace to evil doers. They tell sinners it's okay. They tell them it shall be well with them. When they know that these people are going to hell, God will punish them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Since the people are walking after the imagination of their own hearts, yet the prophets are healing them. For who has stood in the castle of the Lord and have perceived and heard the word? Who had marked his word and heard it? Behold, the wild wind of the Lord is gone forth in fury. That is, if they have stood in the presence of the Lord, they will know that God hates sin. They will know that God is angry. Hallelujah. They will know the anger of the Lord shall not return. Verse 20, until it has executed, till he has performed the force of his hand. In the latter days, ye shall consider it perfectly. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they are still in my cancer, have caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their friends. That is, if they really were sent, if they would wait on the Lord and hear from God, they would have taught their people the right thing and their people would have repented. Clap for Jesus. You will know the truth from lies. 
Hallelujah. That's one thing that the people lack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the discernment of spirit is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's your entitlement. You're not supposed to be fooled. Hallelujah. And let's think of and say, Father, in this past, bless me with discernment of spirit. Give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. Give me understanding. Help me to deserve evil from doom. To deserve the real prophets from the false prophets. As I pray for myself, I pray for the entire church. I pray for Christ for the ministers. I pray for the body of Christ. I pray for the people. I need to deserve. We need to deserve the prophets in the name of Jesus. We need to know wisdom. My vocations in the name. The Masika, the Bapakrikism, that is a serious prayer. Pray for yourself, pray for the brother of Christ, and we need to understand, but we need to have knowledge, but we need to understand. Masika, the Bapakrikism, 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 the the
said we break. We break. I break. I break. I break.
said they remove his name with their false dreams. They remove his word. And lift up your hand and say, The name of the Lord is our strong tower in Amelia. The word of the Lord shall never be a burden to us in Namibia, in our families, in Christ's Lord Ministries International. We shall forever love the Lord. We shall love His name. We shall love the word of truth. We delight ourselves in His commandments and do them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands and say, We command the word of God to become fire and hammer in Christ's love ministries, international, in my personal life, in my family, in Namibia, in all the churches, in the body of Christ, in this nation, we decree and declare and from today, the word of God, the word of truth, the word of life is fire.
shall be reversed in the name of Jesus. Want to fulfill the song with your whole heart. Holy Ghost,
are fasting, bring it back for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you fast, when you pray, when you give, there must be a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Now, I like what Pastor Abraham said yesterday that whenever you are struggling, remember these thoughts. <laughs> Always tell the Lord that God has also remembered the poor. Remember, I love that revelation. Clap for Jesus. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. Joshua 3, 5. Quickly, make sure you pray these prayers because you're supposed to bring you preachers. Pray them from the bottom of your heart. Amen. We are doing well with time. Praise the Lord. Joshua 3, verse 5. Can we read it together? One to go. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, and God will do wonders among you. You see that? Joshua told them, Go and fast. Go and pray. Go and say, Pray yourself unto the Lord so that God will do wonders. And if you read the rest of that story, you will see that something happened that Jordan parted. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The Jordan parted. The Jordan that was standing between them and their promised land. They were told, go and fast and pray for tomorrow. Hallelujah. 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 And first and foremost, lift up your hands and say, Father, the power to fast and pray. To follow this fast as you have recommended it. I am receiving it All the time of, har of harvest. 
that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a hill very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zaratan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the sword failed and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that there the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood far on dry ground in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. Joshua told all the people, fast and pray, because something wonderful will happen tomorrow. Hallelujah. And the people obeyed. Everybody said they obeyed. Everybody said they fasted. And then he instructed the priest to carry the Ark of the Covenant and put their feet first in the water. Now, let me tell you something. The Bible says you and I were priests in Damascus. And those of us who are obeying God, we are the ones that are going to put our feet in that Jordan. Hallelujah. I congratulate you if you are part of that priesthood. We're going to put our feet in that Jordan until everybody has passed. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your hands and begin to surrender to the Lord. That Lord, I will carry the ark of the covenant. I will put the soul of my feet in that church until all my family members have passed, until my church members have passed, until Namibia has passed, until the body of Christ has lift up your hands and do something for the kingdom of God. It says, don't take your feet away from the church. Surrender. Tell the Lord that means you will be in prayer. You will be fasting. You will finish this 21 days. You will watch and pray. And God will do something great. Not just for you, not just in your family, but in your nation. Lift up your hands and say, Father, I hear you. Read Joshua told them to take away your feet from the water until all the people have passed. One day. My journal 
organizer prostředků či do, do promysla. Aleluja. That Jordan divided, they moved, and then it says specifically, it says specifically, after that, they were going to Jericho. Hallelujah. So, it's just the beginning of the breakthrough, but it must happen. Amen. Amen. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And we know what happened to Jericho. Hallelujah. So, if you like, play with this past. I am telling you prophetically what God wants to do with this past. He wants your Jordan to divide. He wants your Jericho to fall. He says your Jordan must divide. So don't play with this past. Drink your water, eat your fruit, and fast and pray and tell God that Jordan must divide. In the name of Jesus, lift up your children and say, My Father! Please, 
people who are praying.
You know the story of the Prince of Persia. And that Prince of Persia was uh, manifested to arrest the angel that was bringing the, pray, the, the, the answers to his prayer. But then God released angel Michael, hallelujah, to fight. He was seeing all of this in the vision. The angel was telling him all that story. He was so shocked by what he saw. Let, let me just explain this to you quickly. Daniel 10, then we pray. We must see visions. I say, I want to see angels. I don't know about you. The angels that will come and tell you the solutions to your problem, they must begin to show up in the name of Jesus. These are the end times. The Bible says, in these end times, we shall dream dreams and see visions. We shall prophesy. That is our portion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Daniel 10 verse 11, he said unto me, O Daniel, the man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand and cry for unto thee, am I now sent? And when he had spoken the word unto me, I stood trembling. He saw him physically. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard and have come for thy words. You see, this is Daniel again fasting for 21 days. Amen? Remember, he was fasting, eating beans and drinking water again. Hallelujah. And then he began to see Cyrus' vision. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days, but no Michael. One of the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Can you believe that the angel that was bringing your breakthrough can be arrested by some people? That's a mystery. It's there in the Bible. Amen? was arrested because that angel doesn't fight. But because Daniel continues to pray, so that's why I told you yesterday, don't joke with this fast. Don't do one day and two days. Pray until your breakthrough is given to you. He continued to fast, then angel Michael came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now am I come, I'm come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days, but yet the vision is for many days. And when he had spoken such words unto me, I set my face toward the ground, and I became dumb. And behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spake and said unto him that stood before me, O oh my Lord, my, by, the vision, by the vision my sorrows have turned upon me, and I have retained no strength. For how can the servant of this my Lord talk with this my Lord? For as for me straight away there remaineth no strength in me, neither is there breath left in me. Then there came again, there came again and touched me, one like the appearance of a man, and he strengthened me. I said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not, peace be unto thee, be strong, yea, be strong. And when he had spoken unto me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for thou hast strengthened me. Praise the Lord. Now, he saw angel Gabriel. He saw many other angels. He saw the Lord. Because I said, I asked the Lord, I said, was that you he saw or another angel? The Lord said, it was me. Because if it was another angel, the angel would have said, don't worship me. But he worshiped. 
and the Lord accepted the worship and spirit in him. We need to see visions. If we are seeing visions like this, nobody is going to deceive you anymore. That's number one. Number two, the spirit of delay was broken. Because he fasted for those 21 days. He didn't give up. So those are the two prayer points we pray now before we take the offering and go home. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you have promised that the anointing of the enter will make us do dreams and see visions and prophesy.
for a revival meeting, a deeper life, like the lady was waiting for me and I was really in trouble. I went and when you come out of that meeting, you do, it will take you another two hours to get out of the traffic because of the crowd. Then by the time I got out of the traffic, I got to the filling station, it was like past 10 and I was still to travel about two hours to get home. And then I was waiting on the line to buy fuel. When it was my turn, the fuel attendant said, it's too late, I'm going home. And my, my, my tank was reading E. And I had to drive for another two hours. I began to beg him. He said, no, I'm close. I said, please, I'm going. My, I, there's nothing I didn't say. Then suddenly, the Lord says, stop. I just said, stop begging him. Drive. Ah. I look at the E. I said, this has to be gone. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. I drove home on an empty tank. Praise the Lord. Amen. No, my husband was waiting for me almost with a stick. <laughs> if I ever see you go <laughs> to that revival again, you never enter this house and say, I hear you, sir. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I drove, and the following day, I still drove with that to take children to school. Snatch 
to give excuses, to give reasons why you must not have that breakthrough. Well, there are enemies coming in 2018. Because now we are going to pray like this Daniel prayed. God has not changed. It's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Lift up your two hands to your father. Say, My father, you helped Daniel. Against the Prince of Passion by sending in Jehovah to discipline the Prince of Passion. My father, my father, my father, send in Jehovah to break the curse of delay in the mighty name of Jesus. In my life, I command my testimonies, my prayers, my answers to my prayers to manifest.
from your hand and just say thank you, Father, for answered prayers. And I plead the blood of Jesus on all the prayers we have prayed today. Let's see them in the blood of Jesus. Let's return all the glory to God for answers. Father, we want to thank you for answered prayers. Just begin to thank him. Thank him for all the prayers we have prayed today. And thank him for answering prayers. Thank him for the testimonies. Thank him, thank him. Give him all the praise, all the glory, all the adoration. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, our prayers are heard, our prayers are answered, and they are answered quickly. They will be testimonies, testimonies that give up the testimonies in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. We return all the glory to the Lord for what He has done for us tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have given our offering, the one for the Wednesday night, and whatever you have brought for good Samaritan. Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to bring out your offering as you sing. There shall be showers of blessing. And then we'll ask that you to come and pound up the prayers for us. Amen. Amen.